what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the podcast highlight reel, Nick David. Good evening. <laughs> you well? I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, got, I don't have a cough this week, so that's good. Hooray! Yep, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Lance this week, and he's not well, so hopefully he'll be better for next week. Yeah, and until the next week, you're here for the next three weeks. Yep, my test has come back negative today, so uh, right. fingers crossed. Yeah, all, all being well, should be flying out to the States on Friday. And uh, yeah, for a nice, um, well, overdue break, do, uh, all booked pre-COVID. So yeah, finally getting out there. Oh, amazing. <laughs> no, very, very excited, as I say. Just fingers, I'm not, I don't want to jinx anything yet. I just, I just don't want anything to go wrong. So, yeah, well, yeah, until, uh, until I'm, yeah, until I'm in Chicago in a sports bar, then I'll be, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Huh? Are you, where are you plan to watch, uh, like, Survivor Series? Or is it just a. No, literally, no wrestling actually planned, annoyingly. I'm hoping to try and find a sports bar to watch Full Gear in on Sunday night, or uh, Sunday evening, I should say, for American time. Um, but seeing an ice hockey game, an NBA game, and a college football game out there. So, yeah, enough sport there to keep you occupied. But sadly, uh, no wrestling's on, it would seem, on any of the destinations we're at at the sort of time. So, irritatingly, uh, it's annoying because Full Gear was supposed to be in St. Louis, so that would have worked. Um, oh. On the 13th, that would have, that'd have been excellent. That would have really worked out well, but it's not to be. Well, that'd be funny. That'd be like a local promotion, maybe. Oh, yeah, if, I, yeah if, there, if there is, then I'll definitely yeah, try and try and pop him for sure. Yeah, yeah you never know. You'll be on an American indie promotion. It could be some decent names. <laughs> well, that's exactly, absolutely. Well, especially if what's going on at the moment with people becoming available left, right, and centre. So. Yeah, and. Um, Joining us next week for the full gear review is George from the What Do You Call It podcast. Um, Lance recently appeared on his podcast, so it should be a lot of fun. So, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. Well, the exchanges we've been having on Twitter. So. Oh, that'd be a great, great listen. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you like football, listen to Lance and his wrestling interview. He's talking about football <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so wrestling. So yeah. um, on Sunday, via Twitter... WWE announced the Survivor Series teams. So, <laughs> yeah, it just shows how much they care about Survivor Series this year. They just announced it randomly on Twitter. So. Um, so the men's team consists, well, consisted of entirely SmackDown people from three weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah, it was the Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio. But since they announced this, they decided they noticed. Got nothing for Bobby Lashley to do, so let's have him squash Dominic on Raw, and he replaces. <laughs> so that yeah, so there's now Bobby Lashley in there as well. I think it's a pretty solid team. It's all, all ex uh, champions. 
Yeah, I mean, with Survivor, I still feel that Survivor's, I, I feel like it has lost its kind of, this battle between the brands. Um, mm. It was great for a few years when it first started, when the brand split again started in 2016. It was really good a few years ago, I thought, when NXT joined the um uh, join the battle, so to speak, I thought that was that was brilliant. I love that one. Yeah, I've watched that one that match so many times. The, oh, it's the whole build was one of Isaac's favourite matches. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, I thought the whole build though was done terrifically from uh, from the whole build up to it. But I, don't, I just feel what we're a few weeks away in the uh, yeah announcing the teams on one week away next week. Literally, yeah, the week after next, I believe it is. So yeah, we're a week, a week, a week on Sunday. A week on so we got one. We got one more raw. Yeah, one more raw until. Until survive, so we've got yeah. the go home raw. And, yeah, it, it is. It's not great um, anymore. I feel. I just feel like it's probably it's run its course. But I think the only way this works is if one you've got GMs actually wanting to get one over um, their sort of rivals, so to speak. Yeah, general loyalty to the brand. Like so, it would help if they did the draft post mania like normal, when they've actually got a bit of either. Yeah, either do it post mania or do it really early in the year. So they've got a long time to get to be established as raw guys. Or- well, that's the thing, and it also like as well with like it's you get those moments when they when they when when it's obviously two people competing that have never well, have not competed for ages, but as you mm-hmm. rightly said, they've all switched over from brands. Apart from looking at the guy, like looking at the sort of some of the wrestlers, I can't really see too many who who it's going to be like a holy crap. These two are, are square out to each other. I think maybe Drew and a few of the the the, the, the new Raw guys, so Seth, Finn, and Kevin yeah. Owens, I suppose, could be bit of a shock when they square up but apart from that yeah it's all a bit they've all we've seen it sort of so often that who are the, who are the wrestlers who are going to be up against one another yeah um, i Piers made me laugh on Raw last night because he goes it's the one time of year where our champions go up against each other and I was like what? Raymond and Big E in a tag match against each other a few weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> exactly and Be- Becky Charlotte I know we've seen them literally well I don't think they've actually had them. Well, we've seen them, obviously, countless times even in segments pre, mm. pre-draft. So, yeah, all of it, I feel, is just a bit... I feel like this last year as well. Last year's wasn't great. Um, I feel like it's just kind of run its course. Unless you're going to, as I say, really make it, like, a strict sort of on the on the draft and have, build up loyalty, have GMs. It's just, I think it's kind of gone as far as it has now with this brand. Supreme. not saying it, 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 it can potentially come back in the future for sure, but I just feel like last year and this year... It's just not felt great, and it's yeah. So you say it's usually one of the best pay per views of the year, but sadly, I just can't see how anyone can really get excited about it personally. Yeah, so the the SmackDown men's team is Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, <laughs> um, Sami Zayn, and Happy Corbin. The Raw team just seems so much stronger. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, well, you only have to look at well, look at the booking over the last twelve months. Like Seth, Finn, KO, um, well, Ray, and well, certainly Bobby Lashley. They've all kind of been in the match. Well, they all, well, certainly all of them, bar Ray, have all had title opportunities or held the title yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, Ray's obviously established stars. So that doesn't really matter. So then you look at kind of SmackDown. Apart from Drew, the other four have not really been anywhere near the main event picture. Um. So Jeff Hardy's, you've seen him running around after the 24-7 title on some, some scenes. Woods, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, great. I know he's won the King of the Ring as well. Sami Zayn, certainly not been anywhere near the main event scene. Same with Corbin. So, yeah, it's in that respect, it's not... I don't really know how they've come to the, to naming these five. So, yeah, you certainly look at it and go, Raw's a much superior team. 
What's to do? I think a, a way of making it a bit more exciting if they get rid of the fancy fantasy thing. But have what's the what's what's the next paper you've got then? What's good? TLC, uh, usually TLC, I think, in December. Oh no, I think the next paper they called it, it's something called Day One. Ooh. On New Year's Day. Oh, that'd be so. Okay. Well, whatever the next, they change every year, but the next pay per view, the winning, the survivors then have a title match against the champions, the next pay per view. So it just gives a bit more stakes. So, yeah, these these don't really care that they're representing Raw, but they're 13. They survive. Think you get a title match the next show? Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, at least sign just to make it have a bit of, yeah, yeah, definitely. Or, I did it, oh, which one was it, 1990, where the, all the survivors then had a match at the end to crown the ultimate survivor. And then, yeah, that's not really happened at, that, at the end of that, but if you had that become a number one contenders match, you could have it for the men's and the women's. So it'd have to be at the end of, that could be like day one, so you know. That's the normal contender going into the rumble or something. So. Yeah, well, even if you have like yeah, the, the survivors, the survivors, yeah, take it. I think that'd be a good, good shout. To be honest, um, I suppose that's again when it comes down to GMs rewarding their guys. But mm. we obviously don't have the GMs on Raw or SmackDown. Even if you just split up Pierce and um, and Sonya Deville, like have them not even as GMs, but just as like authority figures for those certain brands. At least then it gives them time to name that. I don't know. It just seems a bit. Yeah, because Adam Pearce was in the ring last night, and he, he brought out Ray and Dominic and said, oh, everybody's a champion except you, Dominic, so you're going to have to qualify so that Raw has the better chance of winning. So I'm like, so you want Raw to win? Yeah, so that's what... Raw he's going to show up on SmackDown then. <laughs> so is he going to do the same as SmackDown? So I, mean, well, that's I, just... like, I was like, I can't see who was replaced on SmackDown, but... Is he going to say that he wants SmackDown to win? Or is, he, is Sonya Deville going to go, I want SmackDown to win? Well, that's just, it could be a really basic thing of just give Pierce Raw, give Sonya SmackDown job done. It's just a really little basic bit of booking uh, that really isn't rocket science of how to make mm. it a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. Right. just to say... I just feel the whole thing, though, is just kind of lost in announcing it on Twitter. Like, along on the days where you would literally have the GMs actually like really wanting to pick their time to make the, have the logic of putting the te- teams together wanting them all to get along you'd see that happening it's just yeah it all feels a bit kind of just a bit uh, yeah something that has to be done as opposed to something that we want to see and something that sort of helps with current, the booking and everything that we see yeah we'll, we'll discuss the women's teams in a minute but Dave Meltzer wrote in the best ones ever last week that the lack of build is that WWE were mentally focused on building everything towards Crown Jewel and then they had the draft. No, they had the draft and then Crown Jewel and then the draft yeah. took, pl- took effect after Crown Jewel so they've only had like two weeks. And then, like, so that's why there's been no bill because they self-imposed having the draft so late in the year. Was- exactly. It's 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 really poor on their, on their behalf and they've kind of, again, it's the classic WWE which was, this has been a problem for, for years of booking themselves into corners and um, sadly, it's what they've what, what, again what they've done again what they've done countless of times, and it clearly has happened again. Yeah. So the women's teams. When I looked at the graphics, I went, "It's Carmella on both teams." <laughs> I forgot Aaliyah wasn't there. No. <laughs> so, so the women, men, the Royals women's team is Bianca Bella, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Selena. I'm still baffled 
well, you have one of the tag team champions on the team. <laughs> it makes yeah, no sense why yeah, both tag teams aren't on, on, on there. Uh, well, sorry, beg your pardon, why both tag team champions aren't on there. Um, She's a, she was a champion a couple of months ago. She was the yeah. Raw Women's Champion. Don't you want her on your team? Uh, I don't get it. Don't get it. Yeah. And then the uh, women's team, SmackDown team, is uh, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and Aaliyah. So these teams seem a bit more evenly split, I think. You know, yeah. I would have had Tony Storm on the SmackDown team instead of Aaliyah. So. Well, Aaliyah's not even had a match yet, I don't think, to, uh, unless I'm wrong, on SmackDown. So uh, how, how she... Main event, I think. Well, if they actually count in main event matches, then fair enough. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems a bit weird having somebody who's not competing on SmackDown be on Team SmackDown. Um, yeah. When, yeah, you've got Tony Storm, who's, I know, not admittedly not been on SmackDown a lot, but has competed on SmackDown, has, has got some wins under her belt. Yeah, um, like the men's, again, no build teams announced on Twitter it all just seems a bit and again matches we've seen apart, again we're going to see so many people that have already squared up to we've already seen compete over the last sort of 12 months as well I'm trying to look at that apart from yeah maybe Sasha and Rhea Ripley I don't think there's too many wrestlers on there that we've really seen over the last 12 months maybe Shane um, Shane I'm quite excited to see Shane and Ripley again I've not seen that for a while I suppose yeah we didn't really see that on Raw and that was more of an NX no we did kind of see it back at the start after Momania admittedly it wasn't like the, the NXT kind of rivalry that we got which was great well the tag team thing wasn't it wasn't it I'm trying to remember I suppose Shotzi's not competed many as well I suppose she kind of has actually with Carmella and, and yeah the ones who have gone but yeah, it'll be, it'll be. I think the, I'm, I'm more looking forward to the women's. I'll give you that, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, again, there's still too many, too many things that we've seen before, and again, not enough emphasis on why we want on teams wanting to win for, well, yeah, for anything really. So <laughs> yeah, again, lots of similar problems between both both matches, but the women's slightly looks a little bit better to watch. Yeah, we'll do our full preview of it next week. Um... They've also announced that it's going to be Big E versus Roman and Charlotte versus Becky. Obviously. <laughs> I'm guessing they're doing the same as they always do. Yeah, so. I suspect we'll see the mid-carders fight as well, which... Um, champions. I'm trying to think it's of that, isn't it? Yeah, Intercontinental and Priest. Yeah, so face on face on face. I suppose that, yeah, face on face is better than heel on heel, I guess. So, um, I don't think we've seen before as well. Yeah, that could be... Quite good. They usually are the better ones, the ones the mid card mm. ones, and then um, I think the tag team ones are. So it'd be RK Bro versus the Usos, Ooh. which again would be again, yeah, good. Like again, we've not seen, um, yeah, we've not seen that before. So yeah, I'm guessing they'll just have a because that'll make it six matches. They can't finish three all, so they'll have a random battle royal of everybody else. <laughs> well, last year to be fair, from memory from last year, I don't think there was even a scoreboard up. Um, which I remember I saw yeah I remember that really annoyed me last year there wasn't even a scoreboard up so um, the year before, the year before when it was 5 nil so Raw was that the year before that, that was the year before that was NXT the year before that was the was the 5 nil smashing yeah 18 yeah oh. and um, yeah the year before that was the 5 nil smashing and the year before that was when Triple H booked himself into four different tried to book himself into four different <laughs> WrestleMania matches yeah. The year before that was then the, the start of this. Oh, I, think, I think 17 is what I hate. It was, you know, it's just all legends just getting all rid of all the good young Finn eliminated Bobby Roode. <laughs> the new NXT. Yeah. Eliminated. 
yeah, we need Kurt and John Cena and Randy Orson and Triple H to get over, brother. Shane McMahon as well. Shane McMahon, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, Braun did all right in that match. I think he got like four, four eliminations and the other three eliminations. And then he's got you. He slammed Triple H at the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of many tri- WrestleMania matches that we thought we had in some. <laughs> Alright, so we'll be back with our discussion on the 18 wrestlers that got released last week after we're from this week's sponsor, Podgo. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. Be sure to add your podcast in the how did you hear about podgo section of the application. This is Franco Varga, the biggest wrestler ever, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. All right, so last week... We had yet another round of releases, 18 wrestlers, including Keith Lee and Nia Jax, due to budget cuts and inverted commas. It was the same day they announced more than expected profits of 230 million that quarter. <laughs> so we won't go through every wrestler, but we'll think that there are some shocking and some would make an interesting discussion. So from the main roster, Keith Lee and Nia Yim. Um, an awful lot this year because they got COVID, been ill, <laughs> and they've just repackaged him as Burkat. That's <laughs> <a> shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, so I wasn't sure we were going to go through them all, no, but um, no, no. yeah, uh, well, this one annoyed me the most. I mean, hmm. what a talent you've got, and uh, I, 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 I'm just so angry of when I read this and how angry I am now that record I mean, for the whole for all of them just record profits the company's made again this year and to 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 clear out this many rest it's just an absolute joke and it really irates me and it almost feels at the moment wwe with when they keep doing stuff like this it's almost like when you support a football club like well, i'm going to compare this so it's not when your team's doing badly but almost the way the team's been run and you almost want to start boycotting i mean i've cancelled my network subscription i've got no plans on getting it back um of how poor the product's been, but also doing stuff like this. Um, it's, it, it does feel like a bit like supporting like someone that we've seen over the years with Blackpool, South End football clubs, Leighton Orient, uh, Berry, Stockport, Macclesfield, just clubs who have been through a lot. Uh, for, for, apologies to our American listeners who won't know what I'm on about there. <laughs> but it, it just really is a, a bit of a shambles. It's shameful and it's just morally, well, they've got no morals, it seems at the moment. And, and it's more what's more worrying is the excitement when wrestlers actually are released, like the shout and freedom, some of them, whether it's a yeah. bit of bitterness on their part, potentially. But yeah, just when this is happening, it just it's just it's almost like, oh Christ, you're scared to almost refresh your Twitter to see which other names have popped up um, to see who else has been released. Obviously, that's the angry side. The exciting stuff is, again, as we always say when this when this happens, they've got chances to join other better companies. But then we're coming now to a point where, hang on, these companies are very full. Can they really keep taking on more and more wrestlers? I think there's, out of the guys who... But there could be room for Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, maybe. Or if they wanted to, maybe the um, Grand Master League and Lancey Murado, they could make up a fun tag team. It's, it really is, yeah, I don't really know. I'd say Keith Lee's probably, and I think... 
a couple of the women wrestlers as well, I think, uh, which I'll get into when we go through. But, um, yeah, Keith Lee, on the, on the subject of Keith Lee, amazing wrestler. I've had the privilege of seeing him uh, live. Um, really is an outstanding wrestler. Hopefully we'll hit, get his thing back from the indies as well in whatever promotion he goes to. But, yeah, I mean, from going back to that Royal Rumble 2020, I mean, how amazing that was when he came out. The pop, the square down with Lesnar. Um, let's amazing. let's just say like who the f- who the fuck's this guy? Is. Whoa, who's this motherfucker? What, what, who's this motherfucker? <laughs> if you um, can't book Keith Lee, yeah, right. I don't, you don't need to change anything about him. He's so charismatic. He's so athletic. You don't need to put a stupid gimmick on him. Let you him don't. do what he does. And we're we're also hearing all this stuff about oh they want to build towards new stars they want bigger wrestlers Keith Lee's the bloody perfect example <laughs> for all of that going forward you cannot name me one of the he is probably one of the better big wrestlers on that on the on the brand oh, well in the whole of the company it I, I, it's just mixed signals of what you're hearing from WWE I mean it really is a an utter disgrace and a shambles but but to Keith he's he's an amazing wrestler and yeah I know we're talking that prom- promotions are very very full but I think when someone of his stature comes available, you just you mm. grab him with both hands because he he is so talented. I mean, it was Survivor Series 2019 as well. When we've just been talking about Survivor Series, how great was his his sort of battle with Roman Reigns during that? Amazing. Mm. Um, some of his matches on NXT as well. I mean, someone I think I saw someone put up a picture of said, "How on earth do you honestly go this wrong with Keith Lee when he was holding the NXT and the North American title at the same point?" Um, <laughs> Some of his matches with Dominic Dijakovic on NXT were amazing. Um, they, could have, they had them both on the roster at the same time, on the brand at the same time. They could have just redid that storyline. Exactly. If in doubt, roster. exactly. If in doubt, just go for a go to go. Just yeah, don't be afraid just to have them compete. It it really isn't rocket science sometimes on how to book wrestlers, but yeah, Keith Lee really was the biggest eye scratcher for me and the biggest mistake they've made. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about, obviously, I don't want to go into this because it's, well, it's none of our business, but to be quite frank, with his vaccination status, I don't know whether that's had an impact, but as I say, on a professional term, it's, as I say, any companies will be lucky to have, wrestling companies will be lucky to have him because he is amazing, in my opinion, now the hottest, I know it's a cliche, but probably he's the hottest free agent out there now. Definitely. Yeah, I've heard some rumours about the vaccination status of some of the people, but... I can see it from both sides because I think I don't know how it because it differs from state to state in America. So if you're a touring company, having people on your roster who are like not allowed in the state or can't travel to that state might be a bit. Bad yeah, for it's, so I don't right. know what. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what the what the um, deals is with some states, but um, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to go into anything politics about should they have it or not or anything like that for sure. But uh, but yeah, it's. If, uh, yeah, I know it must be difficult for them who are unvaccinated to to get through, especially they do the tours around the uh, around the world as well, where some countries won't allow people to in unless they're double jab. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's um, yeah. Either way, it is a massive shame. But um, as I fingers crossed, we'll see him in a promotion very in another promotion very soon because he is class simply as. Nia Jax was quite shocking. I thought. I think. Well, more shocking from what she's saying about the um. Uh, about she was on a mental health break, yeah. Um, which is well, is so levels, incredible levels of wrong in that respect. I know Nia Jax isn't everyone's cup of tea. We've obviously have all the botches and whatnot, mm-hmm. and get and has actually injured wrestlers. That's a fact. 
it doesn't matter in that sense. Obviously, yep, if, if it was uh, end of a contract she was released, then it's a different story. D- yeah, on a mental health break, what, couldn't you just maybe give her as much time off as she needs, get her back on her feet, make sure she's in a good place, and then maybe get down to the contract discussions. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, from, from hearing that story, again, just makes me really angry. And, yeah, and just, yeah, and, and I just don't really know what to sort of say about that. Yeah. She's the one person I'm not sure where she's got she's got to do. She's so she just seems WWE is like the only place she could be. I just I can't see her being in. I don't think there's a, there's a role for her in AEW. I don't think there's a role for her in Ring of Honor. I don't think there's a role for her in Impact. They had they had the monster females already. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not sure what what she's got to do. Uh, yeah, uh, as more importantly, I hope she gets back into a good place before she looks for, yeah. for different companies hopefully someone will take her on I know what's, again what's another good point you kind of just touched on there as well the worrying thing is uh, of all these guys getting released this Ring of Honor used to be a company that would provide stability mm-hmm. a, a full time contract which yes. obviously as we know isn't the case anymore with their promotion well no longer a promotion everyone being released so whether we might hopefully I don't know in the not too distant future we see that start up again fingers crossed they get a bar have yeah, you? It sounds like it's it's just a hiatus till about April. They're gonna do like a full rebrand in April. Some some of the reports I've read. So well, fingers crossed. Hopefully, then a lot of these guys can be tapped up by Ring of Honor. Should it mm. should it get to April? But but in the short term, yeah. Hopefully, she gets into a good place. Maybe Impact could be quite good to have a feud with some of the some of the guys on there. But yes, you say a lot of them have mm. kind of got their their big heels or big big women wrestlers, yeah. so to speak. But we don't, and you never know. Royal Rumble is always the time for shocking returns. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the well, not even from the first batch of guys that were released, that we we, we potentially see one or two, uh, yeah. a few more potentially crop up at the Rumble for a return. Karen Cross, uh, Grand Matalik, Lance Garado, and Scott Bodo all seem to be happy that they're released based on what they've tweeted out and stuff. I think that there was creative differences. <laughs> well, I think with the with the Lucha Dragons, yeah, but I said the Lucha Bros. Then. Lucha, um, Lucha, Lucha, oh, Lucha House Party. That's Lucha it, House yeah. Party. Yeah. Uh, I know. I think I saw a few read a report a few months ago. They actually requested the release a few months yes. ago. So for them, it's fair enough. They weren't getting used on TV. That release can't be helped. Not everyone can. You're always going to get releases. People who aren't being used. Fair enough. Don't want them on the. No point having them on the payroll. They can be used better elsewhere. That's fair enough. Um, Carrying Cross, on the other hand. Someone you've built up so well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not a massive like. I mean, I'm still a fan, but I'm not going to go to the top like I'm with Keith Lee. But Karen Cross, you've built up. This is when I just get a bit confused. You've built him up so well on NXT. You've really established a star. You bring him up to Raw, then you put a. You change the gimmick again and make it stupid. It just really. This is just where it just becomes stupid. Make him a gladiator and take away yeah. one of the best at Scarlet. It's probably the best. One of the best things about Zach. Well, it was all great on NXT. Amazing. Really good. They've done again. NXT was brilliant. The way they brought brought him up, had him squash some flat rock, had him beat some wrestlers. Get, more importantly, take the NXT title. Mm. They put him into a good place, losing it to, to Joe was fair enough. But then they got him to Raw, and then yeah, it just went completely <laughs> tits up. Hard in your first match. Yeah, completely tits up. And um, no, really inexcusable booking on him on Raw, in my opinion. And. Um, and yeah, it is a shame to see him go. Where I'd like to see him go is back to Impact, but apparently yeah. 
from what I saw in a group chat that I mean he didn't end on good terms apparently when he left I Impact. Th- yeah, I don't think him and Scarlett ended on good terms Impact. So. so this is where it becomes worrying for people like him because personally I don't with how stacked AEW is, is that is that a massive I desperate? I think he, will be he'll be perfect for MLW because they've yeah. got yeah, um, Hammer. Um, what's his name? Alexander Hammerstones just won their championship from Jacob Fatu, and he's a big guy. Jacob Fatu is a big guy. I think he'll fit right into the main event, and they can do all the three act tricks with Scarlett Bordeaux and stuff as well. So they, they can be they can be a bit out there. <laughs> so I think it'll be fun. I think they'll fit in perfect in MLW if it's just short term but just to get get myself back on their feet establish character yeah I think I think that'll be MLW is the, the perfect place for him to go well that'll be great um, I mean to, especially for companies like MLW who who yeah maybe obviously have got lost in the whole well, there's so much promotions out there to mm. get some big talent in like Karen Cross would be great for them and to get some more to get some more eyes on the product which is only a good thing so, MWA as well though He'll fit, fit in yeah. the main events in NWA as well. So it's pretty pretty old school style, which carrying crosses. For sure. Um, Eva Marie, I think it was just a case of hasn't improved at all. They get over, why keep her around, sort of thing, I think. Oh, yeah, the only thing for that is why, why bring her back in the first place? So, I mean, that's the, that's just the question um, there. I mean, was it only the post-WrestleMania, wasn't it, when she came back to the company yeah. this year? So, yeah, not not really much to comment on that, I'm afraid. Um, B-Fab, I'm, I'm, oh, she literally signed a contract last week. So now yeah. she has to wait like 90 days instead of 30 days. This is where it becomes very confusing. I mean, with her great part of the act as well, we don't really get too many women um, and men stables. So uh, Hit Row are fantastic. Again, on uh, and on um, NXT, fantastic as all four of them together. It just seems a bit stupid, just stupid again to get rid of a good part. A neat, like, again, it's just the classic case of don't change right. It's not broken. They were a great stable. They did not need to be split up. Um, I can't understand the logic on any of of this. And also as well, she actually had some, on her final sort of match on NXT, it was a very good match on NXT 2.0. So again, it, yeah, really does baffle me this. That's why we won't go into too much about But Harry Smith, they've literally signed him weeks and weeks ago, not much longer ago. He's had one dark match and he released it. Well, I didn't even, I, as I say, when I saw the list, I was like, I was thinking, mind, who's Harry Smith? I thought that was a, a, a football striker <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the Football League somewhere. But uh, no, um, when I saw it, I... Um, yeah, D.H. Smith before? It's just, I can't remember. D.H. Yeah, Smith, that was it. Part of the yeah. um, Hart Dynasty with Tyson Kidd and Natalia. Um, yeah, they, they, they seem to have signed him just so he'll do the Hall of Fame speech for his dad and then had one dark match and released them. Again, it, it, it's yeah a bit puzzling with that. Again, I, I, yeah, I, I have a must admit, I didn't even know he was signed with WWE. So, um, but yeah, why why do that and then not even give a chance or anything? So, oh, yeah, just you will be fine. If we go back to New Japan and no. NWA or MLW. He's, yeah, he's, he's one of them guys who just fits in anywhere. Well, you could have even put him onto NXT UK. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> it just, yeah, yeah. Again, I feel with, with people like that, it just screams they they have no plans for people on, from NXT to the main roster. They make it up as they go along, and sadly, all I know it, you could say oh, that's a bit of a conspiracy, but it, it has everything. Just screams that they do make everything up as they go along. There's no long term plans for wrestlers. No. 
And yeah. Um, on the NXT side of things, Franklin Monet was very confusing. But Again, yeah, just joined. Uh, so just just was in the main event or the, women, the main events of the women's scene. Had a couple of t- yeah. title matches. A, a really good wrestler as well. What That's I just I don't, I don't get this one bit, and she seemed quite excited as well on Twitter to be honest to be released. So um, again, with her, lots of op- I don't know whether she ended on good terms of impact. I hope she did because yeah, if we can just get yeah, her back I'm in impact. Sure I remember them tweets and I was like, um, "Good luck in your new." When she signed for NXT, I'm sure they did like it. I can't see why they would they would have um, ended on good terms. But she, yeah, great she, about she, them. Yeah. And Ember Moon and Mia Yin in the women's yeah. division in AEW. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ember Moon in particular, I've been a huge fan of her ever since um, yes, uh, New, New Orleans. When I saw her, her old theme tune was amazing. But yes. even her return to NXT has been great. Um, she is a fantastic wrestler. Um, really is a really, really, in my opinion, a massively underrated wrestler as well. Uh, I really was hoping she would be better, booked better on the main roster. I remember seeing her Raw debut in New Orleans. It was amazing. Um, so uh, I, I'm really, really... For her, I think some of them being angry, like her and Keith Lee in particular, are the ones I am generally excited to hopefully mm. see in AEW in the future. I'm not just trying to presume that that's where they will go. I'm trying to think what her indie name was, Athena or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember. The can't. good thing with the women's division mm. is AEW, with creating a new belt as well going forward, Yes, that they probably... Women's, women's is probably more wrestlers they can take on. Um which is a less stacked area. So, um, yeah, Moon yeah, I and... Um, got, tw- tw- I think they've got 23 full-time women's wrestlers at the moment, so just over two belts. Bring a couple more in. I think Ember Moon and Mia Yim definitely would be good, would be mm. useful additions for for, for, sh- for sure. Um, Moon, as I say, in particular, I'd love to see her. I mean, I would love to see her. Um, in the, and we're always talking about, like, cause I think we always see with these major signings that they've made over the months, the months of Brian and Punk. I think with, in terms of pinching the really best women's wrestlers out there, the best they have taken is probably Ruby Soho. Um, but I remember hearing this on a podcast when they did the um, women's casino battle royal. Yeah, yeah, there's not really ma- major na- major names like, for instance, on a women's side of things. There's not really a CM Punk or Daniel Bryan out there. Yeah. But I think yeah, Moon would be uh, out of everyone out there at the moment. Moon would be a very close bet to that. So yeah, definitely get her in as quickly as possible. I say. Yeah, and with um, Frank Monet as Ty Valkyrie. She's yeah. got ties with AAA. I think she'll be AAA's women's champion just before she um, signed with NXT, I want to say. I'm sure she was AAA women's champion when I interviewed her about 18 months ago. So what's also sure. quite... Sorry. No, carry on. Yeah. I was going to say, what's also quite surprising with her is they seem to love releasing couples together, which, again, is a horrendous thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, John Morrison who's not really seems to be doing much on, on Raw or SmackDown. Um... They could have, um, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, well, I'm not saying they could have done, but just a bit surprised that he didn't go with her, sort of thing. Mm. In terms of, the, I mean, it's a good thing because it means someone else is still in WWE. But <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. Is Miss Miss legit injured, or is he just taking? He's on Dancing like with the Stars. It, yeah, he got he got knocked out this week. So I wasn't sure if he <laughs> was like off legit injured. They written off just so he went on the dancing program. Was that what? <laughs> I suspect that's probably without, really without a plan of what to do with John Morrison. Oh yeah, there's never a plan, but um, yeah, um, I think um, I, I, yeah, I, I do feel he'll he'll um, 
Yeah, he'll be back soon. I think it is simply for, for Dunk. I'm trying to think of how they did, was it? Because he did actually pick up, yeah, you're right, he did pick up an injury, didn't he? For, which was very rare for him because he never gets injured. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure, um, the commentators have still been doing their bit to put him over, I think, on Raw when they've been sort of saying, oh, yeah, to vote, vote for him to dial this number. Yes. Um, <laughs> because, uh, Byron's been sending it as well, yeah, because it keeps him off Raw. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say, that, because, um, um, Stephen McMahon during the, press conference where they announced the better expected profits you know we've got some very bad news and everyone thought they were going to talk about the releases they went oh Miz has been knocked out of Dancing with the Stars because <laughs> that's the really bad news you want people losing yeah. their jobs <laughs> uh, so uh, shocking stats I saw today so since the beginning of 2000 130 on screen talents have been released 17 <laughs> this this year <laughs> I mean just lost for words really with that I mean it's but as you say with with record profits it really is I don't get it just inexcusable mm. shameful and as I say I'll go back to the points I made at the start about how um about how disgraceful this all is and about how it does feel almost like you're supporting your football club and having really vile owners that you want to see leave and get out of the club and yeah you feel like you have to almost boycott it to for it to get better I don't know it just it really does feel that way at the moment um so and it, it, uh, I just yeah I just I don't I just can't see how it's going to get better for now at the moment I don't see the point it's really you've got just on TV, if you had the, just the three main brands, you've got seven hours of TV you need to make a week. So why do you keep bleeding? And then we just have the same matches all the time. Cause exactly. And the, and the pay-per-views are going to be pointless because you're seeing this match four times in the week to lead it up to. So it's like, uh, yeah. If you're going to have this much, a three-hour show, you need a stacked roster. To exactly. It. This is KC Payne, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Right, so Full Gear takes place this Saturday, this November, at the Target Centre in, 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 I can't say it, Miss, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> it's the third Full Gear produced by AW. So uh, before we get into our predictions, we do want to send out our support to John Moxley, who has entered an alcohol treatment programme. So hopefully it all goes well for him and good luck to John Moxley. For sure. No, fantastic from speaking out. Great tweet by Tony mm-hmm. Khan. And, yes. And as you said, I thought they'd done it really well on the TV this week. They didn't ram it down our throats of what was happening. Yeah. I thought CM Punk, brilliant bit of speech there. Got the crowd going with it. Fantastic. And, yeah, the support on Twitter has been amazing. And, um, and yeah, he will come back stronger. It's, it's, as I say, it's, it's, it's just fantastic that they have chosen to spoke, speak out about it. And, Definitely. And, yeah, as I said, we can only wish him, wish him, him and his family the best. That's a stack card, as always, for an AW pay-per-view. Um, yeah. So we start with Christine Cage and the Jurassic Express versus Super Click, I think they're called. <laughs> Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Falls Count Anywhere match. We have two multi-man street fight T-type matches on this card, so hopefully they'll, be, they'll make them very different, and I'm sure they will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, yeah, really, really looking forward to this um I think yeah the the build has been well it's been sort of teeing off since well Cole came into um a, into AEW um yeah. and yeah I thought we soon actually well brutal sort of side of the sort of last week on Dynamite with the chair shot by Christian Cage yeah so 
yeah, no, and I think it's yeah, it's good to see um you know the Giraffe the Jurassic Express continuing with the their feud with the Elite as well. So um no, this should be a really good. As I say, I hope they are different the two street fights, but I feel yeah, this one makes sense to have it as a full count anyway. Given we've seen a lot of sort of kind of matches between the, these wrestlers, so um but no, it'd be a good way to conclude the feud for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think this is gonna be a lot of fun. I've, I've loved Adam Cole. He just loves. It seems like he just loves being in the main events of a big show. It's just like, yeah, just like that. Look what you could have done, Vince. Not shave his head. Oh, exactly. and get Keith Lee's manager as whatever the stupid plan was. <laughs> I did like the little digs to that um, with his his few of his matches with uh, John Silver. The dig of uh, you could be my you could be my man. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it has been. Um, yeah, that has been funny. The um, yeah. Oh God. I was slightly obsessed with the Ghostbuster entrance. I've done a house out many times. We've watched it. Oh, brilliant! Two weeks. <laughs> not as not to offend Isaac, but not as good as the. Um, uh, it's probably probably me more being a bit old, but uh, I, not as good as the um, the Space Jam entrance. That was the best entrance yes. of, of all time, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's seen Space Jam. He's oh not God, he's got to watch one. it. Get him. To, I've not seen the new one. I've heard it's. Bad, but it, you know, it was always going to be following such a good movie. So I had to go off there. I, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll, try, we'll try to watch it a couple of times, but he just doesn't seem to be into it. So, well, he's, I think yeah, it's, on the Sky it. Store. it's on the Sky Store, I think, the new one. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's, it didn't appeal to me, the new one. I just, I just like the old one. I think the old one was, I think when you have a movie that good, it is just so hard to produce a second one. I know this has been talked about for ages. They were always planning on doing a second one for years. Um, 25 years, whatever. Yeah, but uh, I'll still watch it with the second one when it cut. But yeah, I've heard uh, from people say it's, it's not great. <laughs> I'm more excited for the new Ghostbusters movie, so I hope me and John can watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, uh, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. I still need to see Eddie Kingston's speech uh, promo from Rampage, which I've heard is brilliant. By amazing. So, Absolutely um, amazing. The, the goat on the mic at the moment, he really is. Well, CM Punk, we know how fantastic he is. We don't need to go into that. Eddie Kingston on the mic, amazing. It is two of the absolute goal. The, the only thing I'm a little bit disappointed about with this is the, the, the build to it's been quite short, albeit fine, obviously. But, yeah, oh, I'd love to have had, maybe they had them a couple. I know we've got um, some TV before. We've still got the go home before before um, full gear. Um, yeah. Maybe I uh, just maybe it'd be nice to have a, maybe a week or two a bit more, but but yeah, it really will be a, a great match, and um, yeah, really excited for this. Yeah, I think we're gonna. Oh, so, so well, they're still doing. I, just realized, yeah, I didn't actually can't. say who was going to win out of the, the first I match. Know, yeah, <laughs> I think it'll be the super click. <laughs> yeah, so I've got Adam Cole, Adam Cole pinning. Yeah, Christian. Yes. <laughs> Out of all, I think Christian can take the pin. I wouldn't like Sorry, that. I just thought I'd, I thought I'd say that because we didn't actually say our prediction. <laughs> we didn't say our prediction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Adam Cole pins Christian. That'll be my prediction. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think it's, it's, a, it's a different type of match for um, CM Punk to have compared to the matches. He's, he's been with, like, young, up and coming guys. And I think this is, this is an old, grizzled match. <laughs> <laughs> in Eddie King's and, uh, yeah I think it's, it's going to be a fight so got, hopefully being out a different side of the punk I, I was thinking before um, uh, I was thinking over the last sort of few weeks certainly since this tour I did feel we're, we're heading towards 
uh, Kingston and Moxley heel turn. Obviously, we know what's happened with Moxley. Mm. Um, I did think we we're going to get it. Certainly, Moxley was heading that way to becoming a heel. Uh, and I was thinking after these two started to square, I, I, I was thinking we were going to potentially get the beard and the best versus um, Kingston and the wild thing, Kingston and Moxley. I did, <laughs> Uh, I see. Sadly, we won't get that in the near future. But um, but yeah, whether we whether we see Eddie maybe turn heel again, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I have a feeling we might see this. We might see this feud continue post um, full gear, which won't be a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm just re- yeah, I'm just really excited for anything CM Punk does at the moment. Well, I think yeah. you put him in with one of the best in there. I mean, Kingston, I love his work. So yeah, really, really excited mm-hmm. for for this. Yes, Darby Allen versus MJF. This is probably the match I'm most looking forward to because I have absolutely no idea who's going to win this. We don't even say he's going to win CM, CM Punk. Yeah, but I just realised that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it'll be Punk. Yes, I yeah. I think if they're going to make Punk lose, it must be to like either MJF or Darby Allen. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be one of them too, I think. Or if they put him in, in, if Adam Page wins, he's make make CM Punk his first defence. And they are heel, uh, drunk versus straight edge thing. That could be mm. a damn good thing and make, make that be his first loss. But I'll keep, I'll keep him. Yeah, either Adam Cole as champion or a young guy has to be the, make it mean something, his first loss is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Mm. Alright, Darby Allen with Sting versus MJF with Wardlow. Straightforward singles match. I haven't got a clue who's going to win this. Well, this is really, yeah, this is really tough because both men need the win. I mean, Derby lost to CM Punk at the last pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. MJF, I can't, I don't think he's won a pay-per-view for, well, for ages. I think the last win was at Full Gear last year when he beat Jericho in that kind of friendly match. Because yes. um, obviously we saw them, him and Jericho lose to the Young Bucks at Revolution. We then saw uh, Pinnacle lose to um, um, Inner Circle at... Um, Double or nothing, and then we saw obviously at the last show MJF lost to Jericho um, all out. So um, he's been on a terrible pay per view streak. Darby Allen, uh, on the other hand, was doing great until the last defeat against CM Punk. But given how much on a high he was, it's a really tough one of who to call who's going to win this. I feel it's a real tough one, and we're seeing signs of Wardlow not having interest of MJF. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's real tough on this. Um, again, both men will be fine, whatever happens. Um, and again, the build to this I've quite enjoyed as well with the sort of MJF being a dickhead as usual, which is the best, <laughs> best hill in the business, if you ask me. Um, and yeah, Derby has been great. I, 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 I feel we might, I think we're going to get a Derby win and post-match we'll get MJF either slap Wardlow, lower, uh, Wardlow around the face and Wardlow will quit the pinnacle. I, f- I feel we'll, we'll get an MJF and Wardlow split. Yeah, I can see that happen. Though. Like, uh, somehow Wardlow costs MJF the match. That's what I'd go with. Yeah. Or maybe he gets up on the apron and MJF runs into him and then, yeah, that'll be to roll up or something. Because, yeah, they don't do double count outs or double disqualifications in AW. I think there's only been no. like three screwy finishes in two years. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And I think the screw finish is always when it leads into something major. Like one, the one that springs to mind is obviously the um, uh, the Moxley Omega match from 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 last year, which uh, there. Um, 
I think yeah, another way you could get around it is have yeah, Sting and Wardlow have have sort of heat that leads spills into MJF getting sort of taking the defeat. As I say, whoever they're both wrestlers are in really good ways. I mean, Derby and MJF they will they're, they're future champions for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, world champions. So uh, I think and clearly AEW got big plans for both of them. So yeah, I, I don't feel they need to worry too much about. Who does win? But yeah, I feel like it is such a tough one to call because I think either way you just won't be disappointed of who wins. Well, I know if you're in the yeah. crowd, you would be angry just to see MJF win because no one likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a good. I think just a good solid twenty minute match. I'd be I'd be happy just seeing these two wrestle. I just think they're both brilliant. So. Uh, Lucha Brothers versus FTR. Number one, I'm not. I have no idea who's going to win, but I'm really looking forward to this match. I think it's a great clash of styles. I just wish it would have had like a, a, a bit of a stipulation. I think maybe not a ladder match. They've done that a couple of times, but oh yeah. But then there's been a couple of street fights. Yeah, I just think I think it needs something. I think it'll be a great match anyway. But I think, oh, I think it'll be amazing. I love. I mean, AEW's tag team wrestling is just amazing it's why I love wrestling it really is um, it, it, it really is the amount of tag team matches I've seen we, we, we can probably name I mean if you go into sort of you can always have its own category of the best tag team matches they've done um, in in AEW so um, no I, I do feel um, yeah I think you do the AEW's top 10 matches probably 6 of the tag team matches <laughs> yeah exactly I feel like this will be this will be amazing um I think, yeah, I, I, I think we'll get a Lucha Bro win just because the fact we saw them lose to FTR on Dynamite for the, for the AAA titles. So yeah. I, I think we'll get the Lucha Bros uh, with the win. Um, and yeah, no, but it, it will be an amazing match. It's good to see FTR back in the title picture um, there again. But um, yeah, I think as well, Lucha Bros only won it at the last pay-per-view. It seems made it AEW style, which is good. It seems a little bit too soon to drop the belts. Um and the fact they've already taken a defeat off FTR, but yeah, I, I think I think Lucha Bros will will get the win. And this was my tip to be match of the night. Yeah, that could, this could be a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah, I gotta agree with you. So, yeah, Lucha Brothers just about wins this. I think. So, <laughs> I, I, I did I did enjoy them dressed the FTR dressed as Luchas and winning the uh, trip. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. No, <laughs> a fun side to FTR. Definitely. And their, their, their match with um, whatever Kalisto is called and Aero uh, Styles was quite fun last, last, on the Dynamite last week as well. Yeah. And I, think, I think they can do a lot of fun with the AAA titles if they do like a similar to like Drew Gulak he did in like 2 or 5 Live where he has like a no, the rule, the no, rule, the no flying rules and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no flips, just fists. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. They say this lucha title and you know, they have to do straight wrestling matches and all the luchas like, oh, <laughs> it's a lucha title. <laughs> then eventually the lucha team wins it. Yeah, I know, yeah. Oh, got the Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and American Top Team. So it's Jericho, Hager, Guevara, Santana and Ortiz versus Ethan Page of Scorpio Sky, Junior De Santos, Dan Lambert and Andre Ulovsky. I'm awful at pronouncing foreign names. Mm-hmm. But I think I think this feeling like a street fight because the three of them aren't wrestlers. Uh, UFC guys having a street fight is the best way to get round it, I think. So I think it could be a quite a page sky heavy match if they had it as a straight ten man tag in a ring. But 
Yeah, yeah. As long as they make it completely different to the other Street Fight, well, Paul's has anywhere much. I think. Yeah, I think I feel that this one probably will be. Yeah, this could be the most fun match on the card. I think. I feel this will spill everywhere. This will be a bit more spilly, Mm. like around the arena, as opposed to the first one we've talked about. I thought this one, this one will go a lot of places. We'll see the cameramen falling after several wrestlers. Um, Yeah. Build to this has been great as well. Really enjoyed this. Yeah, I think really enjoyed it. Yeah. Dan Lambert is good. Really, I really do enjoy his. Uh, uh, I do enjoy him on the mic. I have to say, Jericho is great. They, I love their back and forths. I like the interactions we've seen with the other wrestlers, like with Sammy and Ethan Page and and Scorpio Sky. Like the fact as well they've mentioned Scorpio Sky's good record against Jericho in AEW, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Acknowledging little, little bits like that, I think is just a really smart, uh, good way of booking. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's good to see. Yeah, the inner circle all, all sort of. One thing they kept saying was they're back together. I don't think they ever split up really, so which was a bit a little bit strange. Yeah. I suppose the good thing with AW is you don't with the stable you don't need to see them sort of go off like you don't need to see them with each other all the time. It's good that they do go off mm. on their own sort of thing, but then they ultimately yeah. are in that stables sort of thing. It's like well, yeah, I think that's just. It just makes sense, really. It's just a, a good bit of sort of humanising the book, booking, so to speak. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be. Um, I think this match will be a bit. Will be a bit crazy. We'll go all over it. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be a little bit like the um, um, like what we saw. The do you think it's gonna be gonna be live, or do you think it could be like a cinematic? That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking with with someone like Dan. I'm Lambert. With, if you have if you three, well, two UFC guys and Dan Lambert in the match. Having it live might be a bit risky, so that if they, have, they could re- retape things and stuff. I was re-tape. thinking this, so they're going to go... Um, but I feel like they've moved away now from the cinematic. They didn't have anything at all out, did they, cinematic-wise? Um, yeah. I think even back at... Um, what was it? Uh, even back at um, Double or Nothing, with the, with the, the um, stadium stampede match, that wasn't even all like, That wasn't even all cinematic. No. Um, that moved back into the arena. So... Yeah, whether they do that again, well, maybe start at cinematic and then end in the arena, I don't know. But I feel, I feel now that you've got paying, t- paying crowds and stuff, I just feel like they probably won't be doing cinematic anymore. But it would make sense given that, as you say, the wrestlers that are in it, and this is probably a match to do it if you were going to do one. Yeah, uh, I love, I love, yeah, I love Dan Lambert's reaction when he got said he was going to be in this match. He goes, no, <laughs> yeah. I said my fighters. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see Jericho pinning Dan Lambert as the, and yeah, I'm yeah. guessing it's a pin to win. I don't know what happened to that with the rules. Although. I think it's a pin to win. I think, I think in a circle will win as well. It'll be good, though, to maybe yeah, see I something. Have to, don't yeah, I just yeah, feel like with the two wrestlers. <laughs> exactly. I'd like to see Paige and Sky, though, do sign after um, this, because um, I feel like they are they are very good, dislikable heels. Um, I know we've kind of already seen them with, I was about to say, even Paige, but we've already seen the kind of Darby Allen sort of side of things so but yeah I feel um, yeah I, I think it has to be the inner circle um, and yeah I, I think yeah you're right Jericho pinning Lambert would probably be the way to do it yeah and then you can have you know, men of the year go off and maybe challenge the Lucha Bros yeah definitely do a story like that so that'd be a lot of fun well you've kind of also got your wrestlers here and who I suspect will be looking at it you've kind of got Hager who'll be up against I suspect Junior's Dos Santos will see that square down quite a bit which would be good the two UFC kind of guys Guevara up against the other the um <laughs> yeah, pronounce it and then you've obviously got the tag team of Santana and Ortiz against the, the, the men of the year 
Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I, yeah, I'd say, I think this is going to be the, the funnest match of the night. Not, not, it won't be a technical classic. I don't think the diehard wrestling fans will love it, but, if it, yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, next, we've got uh, the final of the World Championship Eliminator Tournaments. Daniel Bryan vs. Miro. Winner receives a title shot. Yeah, I think if you said this before um, Miro was in, I'd have said Danielson hands down. So I think they were heading towards Danielson Moxley, um, which I yeah. thought would see a Danielson win, and would then would see that Moxley heel turn that I mentioned about earlier. Um, but now Miro's thrown a bit of a um, bit of a curveball in here. I think um, I do feel um, it's a tough one now. I really think it generally has changed a lot of stuff. One because we're I feel like it depends on obviously the champions win who I think it probably will be um, yeah and I feel like that would be a, uh, yeah, it's a tough one it'd be a good match as well um, it's good to see Miro now in a obviously in a big match after dropping the the the, um, uh, the TNT child <coughs> oh god Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, but um, I, I think this is a really tough one now about who, who to decide who's going to win. Whether they will, as I said, whether I, I did think Dinosaur was going to win it from the off because of, as I mentioned. So I'll still stick with him, but I really wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't be disappointed as well if Miro was to win. But I, I feel it will, it will probably be Danielson. Yeah, I think the whole tournament was created just to get Daniel Bryan. <coughs> A title match with Val Hayden having to get to the top of the rankings. So, uh, like, like, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go, yeah. Well, it's annoying because, as I say, Moxie was sort of signs of that, that win against uh, the, the guy from Dark Order 10. That was squash yeah. and that felt a bit oh. healy. He was then going to face Cassidy in the next round, which I thought would... I was, almost... really, I was really looking forward to that. Yeah, exactly. I thought we would have seen, given how over Cassidy is, I thought we are going to see further signs of the heel turn. I thought Brian would win this. Then I thought that's when the heel turn would proper come out of Moxley. Um, again, with Punk wrestling kinks, and I thought that maybe crossing for a tag match. Sure, that's disappointed, but I think whether they do just continue with Danielson winning. But yeah, Miro has thrown a different angle. You know, when they throw, when stuff like this does happen, sometimes they do go down a different sort of path. But yeah, if you're going to keep the same path, it, it probably will be Danielson. Yeah, if this was WWE, Miro would win. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was hinting at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a game. Isaac started calling them Daniel Bryanson. He knows there's a sport <laughs> in there, but he wasn't quite sure no, where it comes from. So, yeah. Brian Branielson. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. another one I've really enjoyed his work since he come back. He seems to have got a, like an extra. He seems to be loving it. He's, yeah, everything he's saying. He's back wrestling. Um, yeah. Uh, so, we've got Britt Baker versus Ty Conti, Women's Championship. This, I think this could be really, a really interesting match. So I really like to take on to AEW, but I don't think she's got any chance of winning. But I think, I think she'll be a um, good match. Yeah, it'll be a good match. Um, I do like love Conti. Whether her, yeah, sometimes her matches have been a little bit sloppy. Um, I know she's very young and, and sure she'll get better. And she is a she is a hard worker and, and a, a really good talent as well. Um, and uh, yeah. And it will be a good match. 
but yeah, I do feel it's a little bit too soon for. I think Baker's just so over at the moment, doing such a good job. There's just no real need to take the title off her at this present moment. Um, but yeah, it'll be a good match, and I really hope Conti does do well because, as I say, I'm a big fan of her, and it'll be nice for her to um, sort of establish herself a bit as a bit of a regular now in the main the main roster on the on the women's division and as a sort of a main sort of a main eventer, if that makes sense. So yes, definitely. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can't see Britain can lose. I think it'll be a fun match. So the main event: Kenny Omega, Alan Page. The match we've been waiting for seems like ages. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they wrestled obviously at Full Gear last year, wasn't it? When when the whole clues started with with um, Callis joining Omega from memory. Because I remember this opened the show last year at Full Gear. Because I remember this was yeah. last. I think I bought the show last year because it was when we were when back in lockdown. Uh, which I don't want to say ever again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember, remember watching this and, um, really good match. Uh, I remember, um, I do, I do remember, uh, obviously, uh, yeah, with the, the whole sort of clue starting with Caddis, but this was also part of Hangman's sort of just the journey getting worse and worse, really, for him with, we saw the previous show all out last year when he dropped the belt, saw him and Omega, sorry, dropped their tag belts. We then saw, obviously, Hangman lose to Kenny in the tournament final. But then since then, we've seen Page slowly get back and up with, with his with his wins, getting to hit the top of the rankings. We obviously then saw him disappear slowly, but obviously with a, we know why in real life, because his partner was having a, having a baby. Um, but now, yeah, great to see him back. And, uh, yeah, it's now, it feels like a while, but, yeah, really happy we're here. And uh, I'm sure the match will be amazing. And I'm, I'm really hoping we get the Hangman win. I really want to see Paige yeah. as champion. Kenny's done an absolute incredible job with the belt, being a brilliant heel. I really have loved the whole character uh, with the belt collecting gimmicks. Been amazing. Really has been some strong, strong booking. But yeah, I feel feel it's now time to for the Paige's reign, the Cowboy shit reign. Yes, I can't wait. To see. <coughs> I'm the same. I, th- I think Paige is this. And, and, and yeah, and carry on. Feuding with the super super click. I think I call them super super click or super elite. Is it just a super elite when Omega's with them, but when there's three of them, it's a super click. Yeah, super click, and then when Omega's there, it's the super elite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Carry on, because yeah, then he can have a match against Cole, and then maybe then go back toward to with Kenny Omega, and eventually, yeah, it's eventually Punk, and when he does the heel turn, which we keep saying. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, and then it wouldn't even potentially as well. You could get um, we're obviously going to get Brian Danielson page in the in the short term, which I suspect will be a a page would be yeah. Then there's loads of yeah the Punk Hill term that you'll get um obviously with alcoholic. Then we'll wait for the next the next pay per view for the Brian match. What do you think? I think they'll probably if they do it. Looking at what like the the schedule was from last year, there was that big dynamite show pre Christmas. Oh, the winter is coming. Yeah, the really really amazing show uh, pre Christmas. Whether they'll do something like that again, I'm sure they'll. Regardless of that, that show happens. I'm sure there'll be something big around Christmas anyway. Uh, I think they've already announced the for the last show of this year. They well, the last show on TNT rather, uh, the last show of 2021 is going to be back at. Daly's place. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Uh, which, yeah, make, made perfect sense. Khan's, when I saw Khan's tweet, he was basically saying, oh, it's the last show on TNT, we might as well do it in the place that's been, well, the home for AEW for while well, it's been on TNT for the majority of time because of the pandemic. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so whether that or then the, the first show on TBS, I think it's called, right? <laughs> yes. TBS. So, yeah, whether they do it for the first show on that, 
Um, yeah, I suspect. But yeah, the next pay per view after this oh. will be Revolution in late Feb, I think it usually is. Mm-hmm. That's a long way away. This feels like the longest part of a stretch between pay per views. But I think, yeah, yeah they do usually part, have. It's the, best, it's the best part of four months, isn't it? So it's a long term. They usually have a few dynamite specials, I think, in between there, and there'll be, there'll be a few before, yeah. which is the good thing. So, but yeah, but yeah, I think, I feel, um, yeah, there'll be plenty of championship, but I feel, I feel like, yeah, Hangman's time for now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I think there's a lot of contenders for our, when we do our AEW pay per view of the year card. I think there's a lot of contenders on this if we make that card. Oh, yeah, I need to be on that show. I need, to, can you hold off until I'm back for that? Because that's my favourite. Yeah, They're my favourite. Be, be, yes, they'll be our, pretty much what we do in December. <laughs> so it'll be, I love it, yeah. yeah. yeah WWE card of the year, the AEW card of the year. Yeah. They are my favourite ones. Yeah, I think the AEW one last year was probably one of my favourite shows. So it was just reminiscent about all these great shows. <laughs> about amazing wrestling. Yeah and, yeah, and there wasn't like 10 matches for each thing to pick out of those only like two or three or so, so. But, but all amazing matches yeah. yeah but yeah should we leave it there so yeah can't think of anything else cool so yeah so if you enjoy our show then please follow us on twitter it's at bbg wrestling our website is bbg wrestling.com and good night good night